The change of season is always a good time to start a new routine or turn over a new leaf. And I want you to care about the skin you're in and for Big Blue too. The essence of good skin, you know, it's steeped in nature. Combine that with top chemists and state-of-the-art labs and look no further than emergency. They are revolutionary in advanced skincare that incorporates clinically proven cosmeceutical and medical grade ingredients, active botanicals, and marine extracts straight from mother nature. It's the way I keep the best of me emerging, and you can too. There's no picking and choosing what's right for you. All of Emergency's formulas use targeted ingredients that clean, tighten, purify, detox, soothe, hydrate, and smooth all skin types, including visibly problematic skin. Emergency has regulated my skin, improved its hydration and elasticity, and helped me fight the signs of aging and sun damage while improving my overall skin tone and texture. And it keeps me protected from future environmental aggressors too. And you can feel even better with their one-of-a-kind initiatives like the Buy One Plant One Tree Planting Program, their innovative Emerging Bees Bee Habitat Initiative, and Emerging Seeds. That's their organic vegetable program. Emergency is continually setting an industry-leading precedent for environmental initiatives and new technologies to ensure that no matter your environment, the best of you keeps emerging too. Go to emergency.com, that's E-M-E-R-G-I-N-C.com, and get on your way to nourished and rejuvenated skin today. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to In My Heart, a podcast truly about all the things in my heart and finding our freedoms. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. My next guest continues to rewrite the rules of nutrition. Anne Louise Gittleman continually is breaking new ground in integrative and functional medicine. She is a top nutritionist, an author who's internationally recognized as a pioneer in dietary, longevity, environmental, and women's health issues. Anne Louise is an award-winning New York Times bestselling author of over 35 books on health and nutrition, including diet, detox, women's health, men's health, perimenopause, menopause, beauty, and the environment. As one of the world's foremost experts in functional and integrative medicine, Anne Louise holds an MS in nutrition education from Columbia University and has a title of certified nutrition specialist as CNS from the American College of Nutrition. And she also holds a PhD in holistic nutrition. As a nutritional visionary and health pioneer, she has fearlessly stood on the front lines of diet and detox, the environment, and women's health. I am so excited to talk to you. You are like my guru that you don't even know because nutrition became so important to me because of my son, struggles with his health, and really looking at food for the first time in my life when I was in my late 30s as medicine, you know, not just as a social, you know, ideology, not just as fuel, but really understanding that what we put in our mouths truly mattered. So I started the journey to help my little guy. And in turn, I wound up going to um, the Integrative Institute of Nutrition to just learn, yes, so much more about, you know, really diet and diet theory and what it all stood for. So I am just so thrilled to have you on, really so truly thrilled. So I want to just get started with you to discuss your background in medicine, really as a pioneer. I mean, you've been doing this a long time, and I know the atmosphere and the landscape has changed quite a bit, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But could you just talk a little bit about your background? I'm going to clue the, the, the listeners in a little bit. There were three women that really inspired you, and it started with your grandmother who died, I think, before you even had a chance to meet her. Um, You can correct me. True. Um, Dr. Hazel Parcellus, who really was understanding, you know, kind of nature and nature's laws for you. And then there was Adele Davis, who was an author and a pioneer in nutrition that turned you on. So talk to me about those three women and how you got to be who you are. I think it came at a very early age, Heather, because my grandmother died before I was born. She died at the age of 40. She was in the Berkshires on vacation, interestingly enough, and contracted some kind of viral disease. To this day, we never know what it is. 
Even as a little girl, I felt that there was always an answer, but you had to be looking in the right place. She was number one. Number two, when I was a sophomore at Connecticut College, I'm an East Coaster, by the way. I overheard a conversation between two co-eds one night. I was pulling an all-nighter, and they were talking about this woman, Adele Davis, who believed that you could cure any disease if you ate the right food and took the right supplements. And for some reason, that just really impassioned my soul. I went out and bought all of her books, and there was nobody writing about nutrition way back in the 70s. And then I studied with the grand dame of alternative medicine, Hazel Parcells, that taught me the ins and outs of energy medicine to look for underlying causes, not just chase symptoms, find underlying causes. And that's really the focus of radical longevity. It's that you can cure anything, you can help anybody, but you got to be looking in the right places and that's where the journey begins absolutely well we're going to get into your new book a radical longevity i'm so excited to talk about it we really can reverse our dna and you, you talk about you know your biology is not your biography and i really love that saying i hadn't heard it before that way until i read it from you and I try to, you know, with my limited knowledge compared to your sea of vast knowledge, I just try to get people to see the signs, you know, that our body gives us clues, right? So we can look at the clues, but we can also stack the odds in our favor against chronic disease and illness. And, and so you are a master of this. Can you tell people about this a little bit? Well, you've got to be looking, number one, at the causes of what's going on. And I feel that some of the causes are those that are kind of standing in front of us and hiding in plain sight. I look at heavy metals, whether there's a copper toxicity, whether you're drinking water from copper water pipes. I look at the excess of iron, which is an issue unless you're taking certain types of blood tests to kind of monitor that. That's the ferritin test. I look at underlying parasites. I look at mold. I look at EMFs, I look at radiation, I look at all kinds of toxicities because I think disease is really infectious agents that have gone unchecked. And then the biggest agent of all is what goes on in the mouth, the oral cavity. So it's really taking a magnifying glass over your lifestyle and figuring out what has gone wrong and then clearing it up and redeeming yourself as you get older. So the point being is I think we can do so much if we start young enough. And obviously you did because you had invested self-interest because of your little boy. And that's the best way to get a mother involved in true health and healing. Yeah, the, the easiest way to get someone to make a change is to show them illness, right? Show them what it feels. Our health is priceless. It's all that we have. And without it, we can't do any of the things that we want to do and strive for, you know, on this human journey of ours. Our health is everything to us. And we take it for granted on every level and turn until it's taken from us. Until it's taken from us. And illness is the greatest teacher of all. Yeah. But let's talk about like epigenetics. But a lot of people don't understand what epigenetics are. I love that you talk about pro-aging. I listen to a lot of speakers and I do a lot of reading. And one of my favorite speakers talks about how, you know, in the fall when the leaves turn and they change to red, we don't say, oh God, that's terrible. Let's paint them all back to green. I think the first one is the concept that aging is a privilege. And it's a privilege that's denied to far too many people. That's number one. And then number two, I think we have to redefine the aging discussion. We have to change the narrative. It should be a time when we're experiencing the best years of our life. When we can approach aging with vitality, with gusto, with grace, with grit, and with real appreciation and gratitude that we've been living this long on the planet. And I don't like people to say that they're in the aging stages. They're in the saging stages. We're saging, not aging, Heather. And I'll see you at 120. Yes, I'm sure. I mean, I'm looking at you right now and I know that you don't care about your age because you're proud of your age. Like you're not an age shamer. So you, you speak openly about how old you are, right? You're not one of those ladies that doesn't talk about her age, right? No, I'm seven. How old am I? 72. 72 years young. <laughs> I had to think. Over 40 years of experience. Okay, this is going to lead me to a very important question that I didn't think I was going to ask right away, but I just going to ask right away. Compared to then and, and now, you have seen so many, you know, paradigm shifts and changes in nutrition and what we're told, but there's always a core to right and wrong. And, and we, we know what it is. Some of the messages are so simple. And I know you're going to say like processed foods are like coming out of our, you know, our pores literally today. And maybe that wasn't as big of an issue now. But what are some of the most urgent and controversial health topics and issues today and how alike are they of yesterday and how different are they? You know what I mean? Like where have we gone wrong really badly and where have we still not caught up? 
I think that sugar is still an issue today as it was yeah. in yester yesteryear, so to speak. It was a big yeah. issue when I started out in the late 60s, the early 70s. So sugar and sugar intolerance and insulin resistance and so on and so forth, yeah. and metabolic yeah. resistance and metabolic syndrome. So that is something that's continued. I think people have a lot of yeast. I think candida albicans is still very, very prevalent. Nobody's talking about it. They should be. That's where reducing your sugar and illuminating and elevating fats is very important. So we've mm -hmm. Changed that whole paradigm. I was a nutrition director when low fat, high complex carbohydrate was in style. And I was standing up in front of a group of 50 women per session at the Pritikin Longevity Center saying, Go out and eat an Italian food, you need olive oil. So I always went along against the grain because I saw people really suffering from their hair was getting dry, their skin was wrinkling, and their thyroid was going south. So I would look at what I saw happening. I never really looked at the literature first. I looked at the real life situations that were standing in front of me and said, this is what you got to do to look good. And I also used the kind of blue zones, even though I didn't know there were blue zones back then, but I looked at what was people that had long lived uh, histories. We looked at the Mediterranean people, the Okinawa people, people in Costa Rica and Loma Linda. I was in California at the time. And I looked at the commonalities of their diet. They ate beans, they ate a lot of vegetables, they ate foods in season, and they ate seasonally. So whatever was available, they ate in season. And I think those are really long-term themes that we really should be bringing into play now. I'm very against the fad diets of too much raw vegan food. I'm not a fit in favor of ketogenic diets and intermittent fasting for the whole world. For me, what I say all the time about diets when I'm talking about it is that it's not sustainable, number one. It's not real life. It's not how you, we don't measure and look and cut and, you know, just, it's just too crazy. But it can be a way to educate yourself and start to start to kickstart a new journey. You know, the guy who believes in juicing really believes in juicing because it worked for him or the guy that believes in paleo really believes in paleo because it worked for for them. But we're all bio individual, right? And what works for me may not work for you. And those are not long term solutions. Hopefully they're little triggers that will teach you some of the things that you can take away and what you leave on the table. Is that right, Louise? Is that the, is that the right attitude? Well, that's, that's exactly. Well, yeah, I wrote a book called Your Body Knows Best about how one diet does not work for everybody because we're so uniquely biochemically different, and, I, and I'm so grateful for that. I looked at blood type. I looked at metabolism. I looked at heredity to kind of define and customize what the proper diet is. We want to eat whole foods. That we know is true. So that's one of the longevity commandments, whole foods, unprocessed foods, GMO for free foods as much as possible. Glyphosate free foods as much as possible. We want to eat foods that are in season as much as possible. When it's cold out, you want warming foods. When it's hot out, you want cooling foods like more juices and raw salads. That's really all you need to know. So you follow the seasons, follow your ancestral diet, so to speak. Look a little bit at your blood type, which we can discuss if you'd like. And also- I would. Well, because I think that that's a qualifying factor. You know, we go from one fat to another. There was a blood type fat for years and years, and there was a theory, but we can extract all the little goodies and combine that into a program, which is what I've tried to do in Radical Longevity. So there are gems that you can mine all along the nutritional therapy etiology, so to speak. And it's so true. And I think that that's what I say at the beginning is like, it's, it's really simple. And I also say to people, if you think about it for one second and you just take a moment to listen to yourself and get in touch with self and your truth. But right. I do think what's important is that we do add the right fats to our diet. It's a theme that's been part of everything I've written about. That's where the hemp seed oil comes into play, the flaxseed oil, the seeds and the nuts that are lightly toasted, coconut oil, MCT oil, and even macadamia oil if you're going to be doing any high heat cooking. So using the right oils and not using them exceedingly more than maybe two to three tablespoons a day I think is exceedingly important. So that's kind of the good fat, maybe 30% of calories. 40% could be carbohydrates. I think we need the right carbs. A lot of us are grain sensitive, so the, so you can eliminate those safely from the diet and eat a lot of starchy vegetables. That's where your pumpkins come, come into play in season, and that's where your squash, that's where your sweet potatoes and your yams, and even peas are very important. So I think if people do that and realize that they can have food sensitivities that are part of the whole lectin situation, another fad that's come and gone, then I think that's important too. So it's kind of wholesome foods that your grandmother would have eaten if they had lived in this day and time. So look at your ethnic background, look at your metabolism, look at your blood type. Now I'm a B blood type, what is yours? 
Oh, positive. So you need you need to be exercising quite a bit, and I know you're very vital. So you need to be exercising more. It's more important that you exercise than than, than you even follow a whole diet 100%. I have to follow my diet a little bit more because I need a little more plant, a little bit more protein. You're better with higher protein. You have to watch out for high acidity in the, the foods that you're eating, which means that you need to alkalinize a little more than I do. People that are yeah. an A blood type lack hydrochloric acid. They're the people that are more susceptible to COVID, for example. They're the people mm -hmm. that are more susceptible to certain types of degenerative and autoimmune illnesses, and the A, Bs have to combine in the A and the B. So I do that just intuitively, knowing that I'm a B blood type, 11% of the population. I give blood all the time to the blood bank because they need B blood types, B positive. Yeah. I also know that I have to watch my emotions because I tend to overreact and I have a cortisol response. You can deal with that much better because you're exercising and getting rid of all that excess angst and stress. So I take a look at all that and combine it together and tell people that you are, you're not just what you eat, you are what your ancestors ate. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And so we can slow and reverse some of the most worrisome aging conditions and we can preserve our youth span as you say enhancing our immunity everybody's like finally on that you know kind of bandwagon yeah yeah exactly but epigenetics and like AGEs, like these are things that the normal, you know, run of the mill guy and girl don't really understand but i mean AGEs is a whole chapter in your book can you explain what some of the warning signs and, and simply just break down because I want them to read the book, but like why raw nuts over toasted nuts? Like you and I know that because toasted nuts could have mold in them and raw nuts are better. There's reasons that the fat changes because when you cook something, changing the oil. So I don't even know it as much as you do. I know a little bit of it. I know to buy raw nuts. That's what I know. And I'm not, I know a little bit why, but there's choices that we can make that maybe you can help guide us toward today. So in the book, I, I have a whole chapter that says stop ages, and ages means advanced glycation end products. It's a, it's a toxic product that is inherent in certain animal foods, high animal fat foods like bacon and cheese and butter, for example. You don't want to overdo those foods because they're very high in this aging element called advanced glycation end products that really upset inflammation in your body and they also kind of make your tissues much harder and they also tamp down your genetics to prevent your, you from aging in the first place and it's all, I go into it in a great amount of detail. It's much better to cook low and slow than high and dry because high and dry cooking really extends the uh, ages in all of your fruits, your vegetables, your nuts, as well as your protein foods. So you want to have foods that are cooked in a steaming process, in a braising process, in a, in a stir-fry process, not with high heat. You want to preserve the enzymes and the life force of the food. And nobody really recognizes that. I learned that from the research that was done by a Dr. Valacera out of Rockefeller University in New York that was looking for the underlying cause of diabetes and found it was ages. Ages was found in diabetes and every degenerative and autoimmune disease known to man. Reduce the ages, reduce the way that you're cooking the food and making it a healthier way to cook and you reduce the symptoms of aging. So you can do that so easily by poaching, by stir frying, by um, grilling as long as you marinate. You must marinate before you grill because it prevents the ages from occurring. And if you get raw nuts, for example, Heather, you home toast them. You don't buy them already roasted, which is very, very high in the ages process. Yes. And, and there are all these lists online that show you that I did 10 years of research on the ages in food and the ages in people's bloodstream. And you can reverse all kinds of aging symptoms like diabetes, problems with your arteries, kidney disease, and sagging skin by reducing the ages. Nobody's looking for it, but I put a magnifying glass on it here. So It was huge for me. It's very big. It, and it's, it's big. I never even really knew about I knew a little bit about it. You know what I mean? Like I know that when you, and guys, you might not know this, but when you cook with olive oil, for example, and you cook at a very high heat, it actually becomes hazardous to your body. It's like not good for you. It's toxic. Right? It changes. It's toxic. It changes its form completely. So when you're shopping and you see like high heat oil, like you, you know, if you know you're going to be searing something or whatever, like you need to use the right oils. And that's where macadamia nut oil is the, the best oil to use because it doesn't smoke at a high heat. I was going to ask you about that. Like some of the shortcuts that are out there, like we all hear about air frying because we know fried foods are high in saturated fats and they're not good for us and they're not so nutrient dense, but they're high in calorie. And the microwave, 
I mean, I remember standing in front of the microwave when I was like 13 years old or 14 years old and my girlfriend saying, you can't stand in front of it when you're popping your popcorn or you won't be able to make a baby. I remember her telling me that. Like that was in 1980 something. But microwaves are, they, they really deplete the nutritional value, like heat up a, a tea in it, but that's not much more than that, right? I mean. Yes, I would use it for reheating, not primary cooking, because the microwaves yeah. can leak radiation. It could affect your eyes and it can affect your, your gonads, to be quite honest. So your girlfriend right. was partially very right. So we don't like to microwave cooking unless we need it occasionally to reheat because it affects the enzymes of the body. And that's very important to preserve enzymes, which are cofactors for minerals and vitamins. And that's where cooking beneath 180 degrees is so important. And it's not just what you're cooking and how you're cooking, but what you're cooking in. Because you'll notice in the book, I tell people to throw away their cast iron. People are really going to love me for that one. I know, I read that one and I have two cast iron pots that I love, but I don't cook in them all the time and I definitely don't think I'm getting my iron from them. A lot of people are going to want to know what you should be buying if in fact you have to buy new cookware. So that's where the Salad Master comes into play. That's a brand name that I have no affiliation with but I just discovered online where you cook in a vacuum seal below 180 degrees. High gauge stainless steel, no aluminum, no nickel, the healthiest way to cook for everybody. And these are people who are really like, how does someone know that they have like metal, high metal toxicity? I mean, you know that there's signs for everything, but that's not one that I know a lot about. Like, how would you be able to diagnose that in someone? Well, there are a couple of ways. Number one, if you take a ferritin test, you ask the doctor to take a ferritin test, which is stored iron. And if your stored iron is, is higher than what it's supposed to be based on the, the levels that I give you, and I give it all, I lay it out in lavender in the book, then you have to yeah. start giving blood and start giving away your cast iron. That's if you have high stored iron, that's number one. Number two, there's tests that you can do with the hair analysis because the hair is a tissue, yeah. it's an excretory organ. So you, you can actually see what the heavy metals are. It's a good way to assess maybe the aluminum, the mercury, the cadmium, the lead, uranium. Or you can take a test which is rather new and I'm sure they have it back east. It's called OligoScan where they run this, this light test around your palm and then they'll tell you what the heavy metals are in the vitamin and mineral load. That's the best test known to man. If you can get an OligoScan, you'll get a real insight look at the intracellular vitamins as well as the heavy metal toxic load. I recently did that and found I was mercury toxic after 30 years of getting all my mercury fillings removed. They never did it in the proper manner. Right. So the fillings in your mouth, your teeth, like these things that we're, we're doing, these can become toxic. They can leak. A uh, root canal can be very toxic, can be infected. That can leak all kinds of uh, anaerobic bacteria into your system and it becomes a systemic problem. Gum infections, very big in, when, with Alzheimer's and ALS, as well as Parkinson's. You got to take really good care of the oral cavity. I think a clean mouth is a clean brain is a clean body. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I had learned when I was doing some charity work for the Heart Association, that was for the first time I learned that plaque from our teeth actually can get into our bloodstream and be an issue for plaque in your bloodstream. Yeah. So it's not just, you know what I mean? Like I was like, I never knew that the plaque on your teeth could actually make its way into your bloodstream and clog your arteries. It's not just a localized situation. It's going to seep systemically into your whole system. So that's why it's important. That's why I tell everybody when you brush your teeth, use a little hydrogen peroxide as a rinse because it'll kill the bacteria that could be hiding beneath the gums. I still do that. For many, many years, I rinse with hydrogen peroxide and I got good chompers. <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got beautiful skin. And so, I mean, you're, you're just a, like a walking example, you know, of how you can stack the odds in your favor using nutrition and really just doing some research and understanding that like shortcuts and convenience is killing us. You know, convenience is killing us. Yes. You've got to really be cooking foods yourself. You've got to be cleaning it the right way. You've got to be choosing the right foods. But it's really simplistic if you have a guide. And I wish I had a radical longevity guide when I was approaching my 30s and 40s because it was a lot of trial and error because there were so many different techniques out there. I mean, I became a vegetarian, became a vegan, became a macrobiotic fan, and none of those were good for my body. I wish I knew mm -hmm. then what I know now. And that's why I wrote the book so that people wouldn't have to search and do the trial and error and then get sick in the process. 
We're gonna get into your book a little bit more. It's called Radical Longevity. It's just out. It's I'm so excited for everybody to be able to get their hands on it. But there's a lot of books that you have out. And so the tests that you're talking about, do we just ask our regular general practitioner for these tests? And what if they're like, oh, you don't need that? Like, you know, these are not normal tests that, you know, a doctor will run when they're doing like a blood work. You well, know, on you. So you ask for it, right? You ask for it, but the ferritin is not that esoteric. A ferritin test can easily be done. It's very inexpensive. You need a ferritin, you need a red blood cell magnesium to see what your real magnesium levels are, and a red blood cell zinc, and those are so important for immunity. So I tell you the kind of test you should take. I think we put the labs in the book and what the level should be for optimum health. Those, the, the practitioner is not gonna balk at. Then you gotta look online for an oligo scan and get to a functional or integrative medicine doctor in the area. Because that to me is the cutting edge. That's the new medicine that's out there. That's restorative medicine. So get to somebody that can give you that test. It saved a client of mine's life. I never knew she had fluoride poisoning. The test picked up fluoride and lo and behold, her thyroid has been renewed. She just lost 30 pounds. But the Oligo scan is a big one, the O-L-I-G-O scan. I found it to be very, very helpful. I had another gal with a sluggish thyroid. We found high chromium. We found high chloride in another gal and high bromide in the third. So there's something getting in the way there. You just have to figure out what it is and you got to be looking in the right place. And this is a tool that I think is really coming of age. It's part of fusion medicine. So I turned 50 last year. I'm 51 now. And you're you know, a, you're really, a kid. Heather, you're I'm a baby. <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm 50 wonderful. And I, I really feel it. I went through a lot of change at 50 and it was in the middle of the pandemic and stuff like that. But one of the things I noticed is I did start adding things to my regimen of vitamins. When I was younger, I got most of the things from my food and I didn't really take mouthfuls of supplements and vitamins. But as I age, magnesium is really important for me. Vitamin D is really important for me. Vitamin C is really important for me. Vitamin B, and I take liposomal Bs and liposomal Ds so that I'm getting like the full structure of them. I'm drinking right now here, this is a collagen, this is my own drink. I don't know if you know that I have whole food supplements. I have organic whole, whole food supplements. So oh. I have my immune support mixed in with my pro-collagen and pro-elastin beauty berries. And so this is where I get a lot of C and K and collagen. All, and the, be I, all the beauty nutrients. Yes, for my hair and my skin and all that stuff. And I love this drink. It's delicious. No sugar, whatever. So I turn around to my bedside table at 51 and I got a whole plethora. I feel like an old lady. I got all these <laughs> vitamins and pills by my bedside, but it's okay. We need to supplement as we age because our bodies do start to degenerate. It's part of the cycle, right? It's part of the cycle. And because of what's going on in the toxicity of the environment, which I think is not going to let up, you need to make your body an invincible fortress and you're on your way to doing that. And most people, when you're eating whole foods and you're eating seasonally and you're eating organic and you're eating, a lot of these things that you that you need are in the foods that nature provides us innately, but, innately. Mother Nature is very wise if we follow her cues. But what we do is we we turn oftentimes to convenience. And I have found this in opening these bags. And I learned about GMOs. Um, it was shocking to me, honestly, you know, it's, it's marketing sabotage and, you know, they turn off the, uh, sensors in your brain that tell you you're full, you know, those, those old adages, once you pop, you can't stop and no one can eat just one. That's, That's real. True. I know. Yes. They're making the food so that you can't stop eating it. If you eat a rich salad full of fiber, you can't eat seven plates of it. Your body's like, I'm full. You feel satiated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that the proper diet has to be a balance. And I know that you would agree. We need the right protein. We need the right fats and the carbohydrates. I don't think you should omit any of those food groups. Right. And watch that sugar. You guys, they put it in everything. It's in your salad dressings. It's in your bread. It's in everything, and it doesn't need to be. So look for, go back to you know the old way and turn that that food around and read that label. Look at the ingredients in it. If it has you know more than five or six ingredients, and if Don't there's any it. that you can't pronounce, you know I always make fun of because I use a taro still bean, which is a um, really powerful antioxidant. And I'm like, unless it's taro still bean or a word like resveratrol, you might not be able to say that <laughs> one, but, <laughs> but they don't really put that in the ingredients anyway. That's correct. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just a benefit. 
there are there lists online. You'll, you'll see these published lists online, and you'll just be amazed at the, the way in which you cook food. Poached chicken is very healthy. It may have something like, it's, it's measured in kilo units. It may have something like 500 kilo units of ages, whereby if you, if you grill it or if you fry it, it triples the ages in there. So it's amazing. interesting. It's, it's, and poached chicken is so good, you guys, because it's a canvas for any amazing sauce you want to put on it. I love poached chicken. And herbs and spices and cooking yes. in papa load and cooking in a in a vacuum sealed container or vacuum sealed pot or pan. And you can even cook in clay that's glazed with with uh, glass. That's the Ramertoff. And the food is absolutely delicious. It's like infrared cooking. There's so many there's so many little tips and tricks. It just amazes me that ages has gone ignored and under. It is incredible to me. And you guys, you know, those old nasty pots, throw them out. Look at what, when you're purchasing new pots and pans and cooking and baking ware, throw out the old sticky thing. Like you got to get rid of it. There's times you can't just keep using those for generations and generations. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> and, and, and I have to tell you something about the, uh, the, uh, the iron. I had a lot of my clients when the book came out, it actually was a, um, a galley that came out a little while ago and I had a group that actually was my beta group that did the the cooking part of the, the we have a cooking uh, section we also have a, a diet we've got a five-day reset and I had to put people on the diet and the reset to figure out what was going on but one of the gals said I read your stuff about the, the kitchen and I'm using iron cast iron that was casted handed down from generations to generations I said first of all we're going to do a ferritin test her ferritin was 350 which clinically wow. shows that she's she could be on the way to a heart attack. So we yes. so we got rid of we got rid of her cast iron. She she bought the salad master that I'm telling everybody that I think is the healthiest way to cook, and that ferritin came down to below 100 in about six months. So there is something to taking these tests, and a lot of the health problems that we're experiencing are what's in your kitchen and what you're cooking in. It's not just what you're eating, but it's what you're eating that you're cooking in. That's right. That's right. I mean, all of that is there, and. So you might have an ailment. You might have something that they can't, people can't figure out. You know what I mean? You're not, but when you're not feeling well, you have to just stop at nothing to find the answer. Correct. So you've got to turn over every rock and every stone. Every and, stone, every, and, every, every mineral, every stone, every healing element known to man. And you've got to be able to have resources so that you know where to look. Cause sometimes the light isn't on that particular arena. You got to look in the dark sometimes. Yes, I love that. Look in the dark sometimes. Now, one of the subjects that I'm really well versed in and that I like to talk about, but it really applies to all things is, you know, I talk about your body being able to, you know, that shows you signs. It shows you clues and signs when there's something wrong. And I'm really, a lot of my products, almost all of my products are probiotic rich and fermented and things like that from my Beyond Fresh line. And the reason why is because gut health is so crucial to us. I talk about Socrates said, disease starts and ends in the gut. He knew thousands and thousands of years ago. What we're rediscovering, gut, what we're rediscovering. Yes, what we're rediscovering. And so people are like, well, I never really heard of probiotics and I never really heard of my microbiome. And you know, Anne Louise is talking about it in your mouth, your microbiome's in your mouth, it's on your skin, it's in your stomach. And that balance of good and bad bacteria is important. And our gut health is hugely important. And I always say like, if you're lethargic, if you have belly bloat, if you're having skin eruptions, if you have you know, dry and dull hair, like check your gut health right away. I think if you look at your face, there are a lot of signs that are written all over your face. You can start to read your body like a book. Number one, if you have a lot of puffiness under the eyes, I always look at the kidneys or the adrenals. If you've got issues in your chin, it's usually reproductive. If there are issues on the side of your temples, that's usually gallbladder. If there's a big line, a crease down your forehead and between the eyebrows, that's usually liver. If you're feeling a lot of uh, gas and bloat, look at the intestines, look at the probiotics, or look at your bile, look at your missing gallbladder and supply those missing bile salts. So there's a lot of those different things that we we deal with here, depending upon what the symptoms might be. And if in fact you have a crease on the left side of your, on the left ear, then that could be a sign of impending heart issues. So yeah, you can read your face like a book. You can read your body like a book. You just need to know the signs because your body is constantly giving you an SOS. They're constantly throwing out signals, but you have to be able to define it and be able to decipher what it's trying to tell you.
we're taken hostage by a very toxic environment. And so your body is constantly being attacked. That's why I say you've got to be an invincible fortress. You need a very strong back to carry the toxic load. Yes, you need a strong back, you guys. I believe that. And we, I mean, we're talking about, you know, 40 something years of practice here. We didn't even have barely fax machines when she started. And now we have Wi Fi and we're staring at our phones all day long. And I also tell people that your gut is also your emotion center. And I always say, like, if you get excited or if you almost get in an accident, where do you feel it? You feel it in your stomach. Your emotions are housed there and our stress and our anxiety, they add to that. And looking at those phones at night, you got to put that down. The EMFs that we talk about, you know, they're real and they're out there and they are detracting from our sleep, which detracts from our health. And they are keeping us not necessarily happy, but maybe sometimes unhappy, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. What are they doing all day long? And I didn't do anything today. You know what I mean? Yes, I didn't think of it that way, but you're absolutely, and, and then there's the EMFs and then there's that mental stress as well. I don't disagree. That's why you got to unplug and get out in nature. And I talk a little bit about grounding and earthing. That's so important. Get into forest bathing for heaven's sakes. Yes, that's right. The Japanese call it forest bathing. We call it a walk in the woods. <laughs> and it really is important. So epigenetics basically are changes that affect our gene activity and expression, right? Yes, go beyond your DNA. So that's where, that's where I say your biology is not your biography, your DNA is not your destiny, and you can actually change the DNA, and you can out, outsmart your destiny, your DNA, whatever it's programmed to be. And that's where the right foods come into play, the right supplements, the right thoughts, and the right verbiage. That's why being grateful most of the time, and you are what you speak is another aspect that I talk about in the book. Yes. Words of praise, words of blessing, words of gratefulness. That actually changes the reality of what you experience. And your, your brain is a muscle. So it's muscle memory. If you're always negative, your brain knows how right to go into that cornrow. And so you've got to reverse and retrain that muscle to think positive and flip the perspective because reality is all, you know, planes and spheres of reality, right? You know, dream reality, waking reality, you know, all of that stuff. And at the end of the day, everything is going to be okay. You know, we worry and we fret and we wring our hands, you know, and, and I say to people all the time, you can eat leafy greens all day long. You can have the healthiest diet in the world, but if your spiritual practice, your marriage or your job and how you fulfill your soul every day is empty, you're not going to be healthy. Very true, because your body believes everything you think and everything you say. That's why you've got to really get into a mindset shift. You've got to shift the mindset to a miracle mindset. That's very important for the super agers. So... I want to discuss how your me research that you called it turned into the research for radical longevity. Now, I'm going to tell you that I know for a fact that Annalise Gittleman has practiced and tried every little thing in this book. I have tons of notes already taken in this book. So radical longevity is there and it's a powerful plan to sharpen your brain, strengthen your body and reverse the symptoms of aging. We are pro aging. We are not against it. We want you to stack the odds in your favor of what we already know scientifically will deplete us as we get older. Exactly. You know, I wrote the book because I'm, I'm 72. So when you're in your 70s, it's a little different than when you're in your 40s, 50s, or 60s. So I'm facing my mortality. I, I used myself because of enlightened self-interest. I looked at all the ways in which I could sharpen my brain, protect my heart, protect my bones, my sex drive, my hair, my nails my uh, skin. I looked at all the tweaks that I've learned over the past 40 years and I put it in here. So everything that I've experienced, everything that I've learned, everything that I've researched with my thousands and thousands of clients is really in the book. So it's all about what I see to be real, what I know to be real. And as a baby boomer, I don't want to get old before my time. I want to die after 120. So I'm going to meet you at the other side of 100. I keep saying that because I think that's going to be true. I love that. I, um, you know, death and, and our mortality is something that we just don't talk about enough. Well, loneliness can bring on heartbreak, and that actually is a cause of heart disease. So there's a real yes. issue about the, your mental stability and being able to 
I wouldn't say neutralize the emotions, experience your emotions and move on. Grief is a big one as we get older because a lot of times our circle gets smaller. I see it in my own life. So you have to be able to grieve and let that person go on to wherever he's designated to go on in the afterlife. Let them go. Let them go in peace and bless their lives and bless the memory that they've left behind. So yes, grief, right. grief is an important one. And, and forgiving yourself as you get older is a very big thing as well. Yes, being kind to ourselves and, and realizing that it was a journey. And I always say it's only a mistake if you make it twice. The first time it's a lesson. And, you know, we're, we're, we're meant to learn these lessons and we're meant to, you know, life is about suffering. I mean, that's for sure. I just want to remind everybody, I said it at the beginning, over 35 books on health and nutrition. So if you are on a weight loss journey, she's got a book for you. If you want to learn about menopause or perimenopause, which I don't think there's uh, even a morsel enough literature out there, please find Anne Louise Gettleman's books. I mean, we don't talk about things enough. We don't talk about poop for crying out loud. My favorite, my very favorite topic. <laughs> we don't talk about poop. We're definitely not talking about menopause. <laughs> talk, let's talk about poop. You want to talk now about poop? I do because it's, it's, it tells us a lot. Our poop also tells us stuff about our health and our bodies. What are some of the signs? Tell them. The color of the poop. If it's too white, if it's too blonde, if it's too chalky, you need bile salts. It means your gallbladder is under a lot of stress and you need to take more choline and more bile salts that you can get at the health food store. That's number one. And number two, you should be eliminating on a daily basis. Just because you eliminate every four days and the doctor says that's normal for you, it's not normal. If you eat something, mm -hmm. it's got to come out. One to yeah. twice a day, you've you got to eliminate. And there should be no odor. So it should be a very pleasant uplifting experience and when there's a lot of odor it means there's a lot of fermentation going on you got to work on your probiotics see that okay what about hard stool or loose stool or long stringy stools compared to like pellety stools well if if everything is long and stringy sometimes you're not having enough fiber if it's too small and if it's too tight not enough fiber not enough water not enough magnesium magnesium is the original chill pill very good to relax the intestines Five milligrams per pound of body weight is my recommendation for magnesium. We need it more than ever because people are in a fear mode because of this pandemic that we're experiencing. Yes. So do you think bone health, calcium, you got to think magnesium. And I take mine at night and I take two tablets at night. It's wonderful. It's a great sleep aid. And salt is also, as we get into our age, like soy sauce, like that's a killer. Too much salt. You know what I mean? It's not good for our bones. And our, our muscle, building muscle is really what protects your bones. That's why as you get older, you gotta lift a little weight. You gotta use a little weight so that there's a little resistance because our building of muscle is what protects our bone and building muscle also burns fat. And so do the amino acids. That's where the protein comes into play. So yeah, it's a, bl it's a blend That's of the right, right exercise, weight bearing exercise, movement, and the aminos. I find the aminos are a lifesaver for people that are not eating enough protein. You need a, a strong amino acid profile, a full profile, because that is the building block for protein, right? Indeed, I use perfect aminos. I find it's perfectly situated for most of my people. It's the best supplement. Bragg's have amino acid sprays I use, and they taste like soy sauce, and they're better, because they're not full of sodium. Yeah, those are good. What, whatever you use, it's very important as people get older, because you lose the ability to produce hydrochloric acid, so you're not breaking down protein. And that's the biggest thing I see with people as they get older. They get much more fragile, much more feeble, much more brittle in terms of their bones. Protein is very important. Now, years ago, this is one of the myths that's changed. They used to talk about not eating a lot of protein because it was bad for the bones. We now know that's 100% untrue. You actually need the protein to build strong bones and muscle strength. Yep, and plants have protein. So if digestion is an issue, you can look at plant, minor plant-based proteins with a full amino acid profile. I use different plant proteins to build together. They build a strong amino acid structure. Exactly. So as you, as you age, sometimes animal fats or whey proteins can be difficult on the stomach and on the stomach lining, hard to digest. But plant-based proteins are really good. So you can look to plant-based proteins, especially as you age, because they're easier to digest, right? Yes, and they're cleaner. They don't have the ages. Yes, the ages. No ages no, in plant-based no proteins. No ages. We're age-free here. <laughs> I love that so much. So 
The book explores really seven new rules that you call it for radical longevity and immunity is everything. Your take on toxic overload, which we talked a little bit about that, you know, stop that advancement of that glycation end products, those AGEs that we we're talking about freeing up your fascia movement. We talked about that activating cellular regeneration, which is so hugely important to our preservation and our health and our energy minding your minerals you talk about and optimizing that gut brain connection it's all in this book you guys you you have to run out and get it you really really do um i want to you know we talked about changing our point of view as as aging and that it's a privilege but i you know i want to talk about at 72 and with all of this knowledge that you have like what are some of your favorite things right now in life like what fulfills you what makes you happy what excites you to see a product on the market today like what are some of the things that you're so excited to see i'm excited to see energy medicine taking on a life of its own in a um sense of scientific uh, validity all its own. I'm going to be experimenting with the Tesla biofields, the medibeds that are out there. I'm very excited about the regeneration of being able to expand the cell voltage by using the Tesla energy, the scalar energy. I'm excited about energy medicine becoming mainstream. That's what I'm really excited about. Me, I'm excited about that too. I really am. I mean, and I'm, I'm like at the second cusp, the second coming of it. Like my you know, the people that I looked up to were like, you know, Mark Hyman, MD, Andrew Weil, MD, Frank Littman, MD. They were all doctors. They were doctors who started to look toward Eastern and not just Western medicine. And also doctors in this country and mostly through Europe and things like that were trained at, um, at not prevention, but at cure. Yes. So, so they weren't ever looking at preventing disease. They were only like, oh, there is a disease. How are we going to cure it? And doctors like Andrew Weil, MD, and, and, and people like you, Anne Louise Gittleman, they started to say, no, 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 we have to look at prevention. And now doctors are doing that. The, the nutritionist was there because the doctor didn't say to you, well, what'd you eat? That used to be the nutritionist job. And then us came in as health coaches to help mediate between the doctor and the patient, <laughs> which was an important upcoming field. And so, and so many years ago, we didn't have any of that. That's why I'm so happy that we have your generation. So the health coaches are so important. The health advocates are important. The nurse practitioners are important. They're taking over the role of the doctor and becoming very holistic of body, mind, and spirit. I think it's all going in the right direction. And now there's energy medicine, which is the last unexplored frontier. Talk a little bit just about energy medicine before we go. Well, I'm having a conversation on Friday, so I'll get back to you a little bit on that with the Tesla bio healing people out of Delaware. And they have, the, they have these particular medibeds that have had outstanding results with several of my clients that have restored their, their, their minds who have been on the, the road to Alzheimer's, ALS, and Parkinson's and have had extraordinary healing experiences. People that have had strokes, people that have issues with their back, the scoliosis, arthritic issues, are now regaining their mobility, their strength, and their, their mental acuity. So I'm going to see. I'm going to see about this myself. Order the Medibed and see what it does to the 70-year-old body that I'm living in. <laughs> well, it looks pretty damn good to me, lady. <laughs> that 72-year-old body. I love it. So, Anne Louise, how do you find your freedom? You know, living fearlessly. I mean, you've been. I have to say, you've had to, you know, fight through some things with your groundbreaking research, and you know, when you were kind of not saying what everybody else was saying and sticking your neck out and standing out there in the crowd. I mean, if you're going to stick your neck out, you're going to get hit. That's just the bottom line. And, and it's cowardly not to, it's just fine. You got to stand up for what you believe in and what your, what your, your truth tells you. And I know that you've done that. So after all this years of fighting and, and researching and telling the way it really is, what you knew innately that your grandmother should not have died at that young age, and there were ways to prevent it and treat it, how do you find your freedom today? That is such a good question. I'm not sure how to directly answer that. I would say that I'm just grateful that we've got so much more openness and there are people like you that are up and coming, that are stars in your own right, that are really promoting health in every aspect of body, mind, and spirit. I'm just grateful that we're at the place where we are, where we know that it's not just what you put in your your body, but it's the ability to excrete toxins, to reduce the toxic overload. We know the importance of the emotions, the spirit, and the physical body. And I'm just grateful yes. for what I see. You know, I I came out with what I came out with because I was 
it's like a calling as I, I think of it. I mean, I wasn't really designed to do this. I should have been on stage being a musical comedy person, quite frankly. I, I wasn't meant to do this. It takes an awful lot out of you to write 37 books. You have no idea. This could yes. be the last book because this was, took three years to write. But you know, when you have a truth, you got to get it out there. It's just something that you're called to do. And that's your freedom. That's your freedom is your work and your research and sharing your knowledge so that you can make a healthier world after you. And we are talking now, to, I'm talking 13 and 16 year olds, and I've been talking to them since they're, you know, seven and 10. And so I love that we're sharing information and our youth, like my daughter Google stuff, like right away, my son makes choices that I watch him making because he knows better because I've taught it to him and I'm so proud my cup runneth over. And when I got your book, Jax is the first person I'm going to show it to. He has so many odds stacked against him. He's on steroids, you know, for he's on immunosuppression medicine. He had severe psoriasis. He's on TALTS for that. He has to take a shot. I mean, he really does have to stack the odds in his favor to counterbalance those medicines he needs that are keeping him alive. But on the other hand, you know, they're also wreaking havoc in other places. So teaching Jax to be his own advocate, he's going to be the healthiest young man out there. You know what I mean? So I love that we're doing it now is going to make a better world. And so I thank you so much for your dedication. And I would like to see you on stage. I'm sure of it, but I'm certainly glad that I get to read about you. That's so, that's so funny coming from a, a previous housewife in New York City. <laughs> I did do one cabaret act. I sang an old uh, an old song. I don't even know who wrote it anymore, but it was I could sing it. It's called "Won't You Come Home, Bill Bailey? Won't You Come Home?" Oh, you're good. Do you know that song? Yes, of course. I cried the whole night long. I sang that. <laughs> Luann was jealous. <laughs> Rightfully so. Oh, Anne Louise, it was really such a pleasure talking to you. You are a wealth of knowledge. I, I mean, we re really just touched on little tips of the iceberg. You have such a wealth of knowledge. It's radical longevity. The book is out now, but please just Google Anne Louise Gittleman, PhD, CNS, and you're going to find pretty much every answer that you could imagine. And if you can't find it, she has a podcast and you can write into her podcast and listen to her podcast. So, and just in case guests don't already follow you, can you tell them where they can find you? AnnLouise.com, Heather. AnnLouise.com. No E, A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E. Perfect. So AnnLouise.com and there they'll find everything. They'll find all the books. They'll find the links to the podcast. They'll find if you do Instagram or any social media, everything will be there for them. Everything will be there and more. Amazing and more. Well, I'm going to go myself. I appreciate you so much. Thank you to my guest, Anne Louise Gittleman. This is In My Heart. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. Be sure to follow along at I Am Heather T and send me any questions. And please don't forget to subscribe and download wherever you stream your podcasts and join us next week for another episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.